Mother's Day. School programs. Graduation. Financial burdens. The stress of end of the school year. Half days and bonus fun days for kids. <laughs> have you experienced all these things this month? We have, and we're full with stress and guilt about it. Join us today in this episode as we talk all things May and the stresses that it brings. Welcome back to another episode of It's Okay to Not Be Okay, and today we are chatting all things May, like Justin Timberlake said, it's going to be May, (laughs) (laughs) and we are recording this on Friday, May 26th, so we've almost survived this month, and I don't know what it is, but every single year, I think, especially since I've had children, this month is never easy. I think it's worse than December. Okay, even before you had children, though, when you were a teacher, wasn't this month, like, exhausting? Or, like, were you just praying for it to end? Yeah, it kind of drug on. Mm-hmm. But it's very different from... And I, I, I have both perspectives now. And it's I feel like yeah. it's different as a... You're just tired in a different way. Yeah. Well, and then we want to make it Mental Health Awareness Month. So, like, I've been going everywhere <sighs> and talking about mental health in May when I'm, like, the most burnt out ever (laughs) we just need to shift everything for the month of may like why do we have mental health awareness on the most insane month of the year probably because we need it that's true but but are people listening to what is being shared that's the thing that's a good question i don't know so how was your how's how's your may been megan my may has been crazy actually very crazy um actually not as much travel i don't think i've traveled for Oh, no, that's not true. I did travel all over. I went to Tallahassee and Daytona. Yeah, you were traveling yeah. for volleyball. Okay, still traveling. I can't even remember <laughs> May, actually. That's what we're going to start with. I don't really know that May existed. Um, but then, like, a lot of milestones, right? Because, like, yesterday and today, everybody's finishing school. Then you have to sit back and think, well, now I have a middle schooler and two high schoolers by the end of today. And that just seems weird. So, I don't know. There's just a lot of, like, transitions. We talked about this before, too. And I was talking with a teacher yesterday we put our kids through so much grief and loss at the end of the school year. Like, and it goes unrecognized. They have to say goodbye to, like, a whole classroom of 20 people, pack up their stuff, move out of a classroom, bring it all home. And then if you're a mom like me, I'm like, we're going to put all that. Let's just throw it away. <laughs> and that's a whole trauma. So, I mean, like, I think we put kids through a lot in the month of May. Especially as they get older. I don't think Christian, who's finishing kindergarten, realizes. And I've told him, I said, do you think, like... Next year, you are not going to have the same class. You'll probably have the same, right. like, few people, but it's all going to be mismatched together. And I don't think he's really, like, put that together. Yeah, well, he's also so social that he's probably going to be like, okay. But now I feel like this is the first year he's made, like, genuine friends. friends because they're just together all, like, this is the longest he's ever been in school. Yeah. Kind of thing. Like, the longest hours. And so, so then when you go back to school next year and you're like, oh, my gosh, they're not in my class. When am I ever going to see them? They're, that's a whole drama. That's going to be. We'll address that in August once again. Yes. We'll have another podcast on classroom assignments. We'll just do August and May every year podcast. (laughs) But I will not be a room mom. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember the start of the school year? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I decided to be room mom. And you're like, Megan, say no. And I didn't say no. And today is the last classroom party. And I will not be room mom again. 
Are you going to be there? No, I'm not there. I'm here with you. Oh. <laughs> this I did I did like put boundaries around like showing up for stuff. Yeah. Like I coordinated stuff. But I wasn't always there for things. I'm right there with you. I feel like I've dropped I share duties, and so the other mom's kind of taken it over this yeah. year, and I did it more so last year, so I kind of feel bad, but she's been sending out emails like, we're going to do this, and we're going to do this. I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that, but it's just not been on my radar. Let's let's just highlight the things that go on in May real quick, especially okay. as a pa- as, from a parent perspective. From a parent perspective. Okay. And now I'm speaking from elementary school, okay. preschool. So you have... Spring concerts, summer during the day, mm-hmm. summer at night. Mm-hmm. But when they're during the day, you have to shift your whole schedule yes. around to be there. Uh, throw in Mother's Day tea. Love it. But once again, that's another Thing. day that you shift around. You have preschool, end of year performances. Yes. You have water day. You have mud day. <laughs> you have Hawaiian dress up day. You have this day. You have this day. Then let's throw in teacher appreciation week. Yes. Oh my gosh. And yes, we had that too. I am a hundred and ten percent ready to appreciate the teachers, but it can all be overwhelming and all adds up because then two weeks later you have the end of the school year and it's like, do you give gifts for both? And it's just like financially, it's like, okay, then as your kids get involved, you have dance teachers need a gift for Teacher Appreciation Week. Oh, the coaches. Let's throw that in there for the end of season <laughs> gift. Then let's throw in Mother's Day and try and enjoy it as mothers. Yes. And then, like, talking to other people, you've probably felt this. Like, as your kids get older, they have tournaments every weekend, like yep. baseball tournaments or whatever. It's just wrapping up everything. We do it all in May. Every single every single thing is May. Okay, I'll see you your water days <laughs> and dress-up days. And add beach volleyball state championships, Mother's Day spent at a volleyball tournament. Well, me with one kid at a volleyball tournament, another kid in South Florida at a volleyball tournament with her dad. Um, AP exams, which Mm. are super stressful. Then kids in high school having like multiple half days in torrential downpours where I have to leave work to drive them a half mile (laughs) home so they don't get struck by lightning. Marine lab... Which McKenna went to, mm-hmm. which getting ready for Marine Lab is insane. You might want to expand on what that is. Marine Lab in Florida, um, kids, we do it in fifth grade, but they take a trip down to Key West for three days and like study marine life and snorkel and it's really cool and stuff. But most most kids, not my kid, most kids have never left their parents. And mm-hmm. so like the emotional trauma that you see people go through and then, like, it's my third kid, so, like, it's the last of all of these. Like, it was her last marine lab. It's the last kid I'll have in elementary school. Then graduations, class parties. But then, like, all the friends my kids have made in high school, like KK, had, like, five graduation parties to go to. Then in an end-of-the-year party. Then somebody's quinceanera. Then, and I mean, the just amount of parties that, that she sick- doesn't drive yet. Right. <laughs> then all my husband wants to do is see the new Fast Five movie that's come out. And we've tried to go multiple nights in a row, and we ended up in the movie theaters at, like, midnight last night watching this movie that I wasn't, like, super happy about. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but I did not like the ending of this movie. So, yeah. And then uh, bought my son a car because he's about to turn 16. Um, And then we don't have teams ending for, like, club sports. No, we go postseason all year long. So Hmm. then there's all of that drama. So, yeah, it's a lot. And then let's add in, why not, just for fun, figuring out what the heck you're going to do with your children all summer long. I know. (laughs) I mean, that kind of gets started in April, like when camps open. But, like, 
Oh my yeah. goodness, to fill the time or like, and I'm, I, I don't say this because my boss is sitting right in front of me, but like, I'm blessed to have the job that I do with flexibility, but it's like, I'm going to need at least a solid time to like continue working. So it's like right. finding that time. And then it's like chauffeuring kids to this camp and this camp and that all adds up and that you really have to figure out how to keep your sanity during the summer because you love your children. But like, if they're in school, you're not, and you can just spend more time with them. Which is good and bad on my... I mean, at the end of the summer, you always sit back and you reflect and you're like, oh, that was fun. I enjoyed it. But, like, right now to go from, like, my kids are in school, like, Mm -hmm. four to five days a week, and now they're going to be home. And Christian is so social. That That he'll need the social interaction. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, you got to plan. It's just... It's a lot. And then our other big thing is, when are we taking a family vacation? Because we're not huge planners ahead of time. And we have, like, we're going to Chicago for volleyball and stuff. Like, can we make that a family trip? Like... All this crazy stuff because somebody somewhere has put on us the expectation that you should take a trip with your family over Mm. the summer. Like, where does that come from? I don't Mm -hmm. know where that comes from. But there's some type of floating expectation. Yeah, I wonder if it's just because kids are at school. I guess. But I would think, I think, back in my day, you didn't pull your kids out for trips. Now, I just don't think parents care. They're like, oh, (laughs) Disney World in the middle of February when they have spring break two weeks later? Well, let's pull them. Like, I just don't think parents care. I don't think teachers care as much as long as it's, like, a good student. But that was, like, unless it's just my family. But I just don't remember kids being pulled for trips. All the time? No. Now, I mean, I'm not one to talk. I pull for volleyball all the time. But, uh, so then the other piece, I think, for me, the stress that hits in May is we end our fiscal year here July 1. So not only is all that stress going on, mom stuff and wife stuff, but then like business-wise, we and budget season, we got to make staffing decisions. Like there's a whole other heap of stuff. So the theme of our podcast today is May sucks. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. <laughs> I know, right? No, I think like we just wanted to talk about it to just... Like, if you're just experiencing stress, and there's been so many, like, things that I've seen on Instagram, like, reels about just, like, I do, like, do not hear this when I say it. I appreciate teachers. I appreciate the fun that they have at the end of the school year. But it's just, like, some of them are just excessive of, like, things that are going on. And maybe it's not excessive. They probably enjoy it. It helps them pass the time, especially at the end of the year. Like, entertaining kindergartners? What are you going to do? So I can understand. It also helps say goodbye. Like to For have sure. some big celebratory <clears throat> things. But like then as a helps. parent now, I'm like, oh my gosh, this, just remembering it all. Yeah. Especially like a working parent of two, of like keeping track of things that go on. Everything. Yeah. So how are you taking care of yourself through it then? <laughs> Clearly bitching about it. That very much. Helps. Not sleeping. <laughs> Not sleeping. <laughs> You've been running a lot. I have been. Yeah. Okay. But I got to wake up in the wee hours. To do it. In the morning. What's that going to look like over the summer? I don't. I was literally thinking about that this morning because there's been times too where I've shifted some things of like I'll wake up and work and then go for a run while the kids are at school. Or there was like a week when David was out of town. And if I don't move, like I can work out, but if I don't run, that's like my stress relief. So I had to like shift my life around because obviously I'm not going to get up and run in the middle of the morning when there's no one at our house. Right. So I like had to just shift life, but... But, you're make, but you have to make time for it. Mm-hmm. I haven't been exercising probably the whole month of May because things have been stressful. And then yesterday, I had like five sessions back to back. And I was like, I cannot sit. Like my nerve ending and down my hip is just like 
killing me. And so then it's in the back of your head, like, we've been so busy. You haven't been taking care of your body. Like, all that mom guilt that you love having. Yeah, let's talk a hot say about, like, mom guilt. Yeah. Another thing. <laughs> no, it's so real of, like, mm-hmm. and I I think I've talked about this before, and I did, did had to tell David, I'm like, can you just every now and then, like, just reassure me that it's okay. Like, when I leave on a Saturday morning to go on a run for an hour or more, can you just tell me that that's okay? He's right. like, Laura, you can do that anytime you want. I don't have to tell you. I'm like, no, you do have to tell me. I'm telling you. Because you I was like, me. I don't think men understand mom guilt. Or even like on Mother's Day, I like had to force myself to say, you don't have to do the dishes. Like, I know Mother's Day can be this taboo thing, but like, it is okay if there's one weekend where I don't right. do something. But that was really hard. To not do the dishes on Mother's Day? Yeah. Or like not clean or straighten up or... Do the mom or things. be like okay, like sitting and reading a book. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, let's That's list so funny, off though, all the things. That why do we do that? Like why do we why do we do that? I I just who sets the expectation that that should be how it is? I mean, in my house, I would say like some like a lot of the duties are shared. Like I've said before, I don't do laundry. My husband does laundry since he's been. Um, not working a full-time job, like, we've shared much of, like, dinner making and cleaning up and all that kind of stuff. Um, but but there is this, like, innate thing that's, like, it's your job, it's your job. Like, I don't know who's telling that to me or to the rest of the world, but there is this culture piece that I mm-hmm. think that says these are your responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even in partnerships. Yeah, yeah, I feel like David and I <clears throat> have a good part. I mean, he's been very helpful, like, picking up kids if I can or taking them to school mm-hmm. every now and then. But there's just something there. Or, like, even the mom guilt of, like, it's I'm already feeling it this summer. Like, I had to tell Christian, when you are home, I cannot play with you all the time. <laughs> there will be times, because I was like, when you're at school, there's stuff that I do. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like I just come home and sit and watch TV all day. Like, I still have a job. I was like, we have a pool. You have toys. <laughs> we have a front yard. You have a bike. You know, those kind of things. But he just doesn't. But then you feel guilty yeah. watching them be bored. But but I know it's good for them. Exactly. <clears throat> like, that's what I was going to say. Like, it's so good for them. I think it was too, I had a hard Mother's Day. Being a mom of a teenager, mm. it, it was, I don't know, it's just different. Like, and, and we're just busy. And people don't agree with busy lifestyles, and that's fine. It is what we choose. And so there was this whole piece of, like, can you just, like, sincerely tell me you appreciate me? I think that's what I was looking for on Mother's Day. Mm. I don't know. And at the end of Mother's Day, KK was like, how was your Mother's Day? And I was like, I'm not going to lie. That was probably the worst Mother's Day. And she was like, oh, my gosh. And then she spent the next three days, like, apologizing or whatever. And I was like, I'm not looking for an apology. I just I just need you to know that wasn't fun for me. Like, that mm-hmm. wasn't – I don't know what it was. like. And so I think that's the other piece, too, of as moms, I think we eat what we feel sometimes to, like, not share it with our kids. But – and I'm not saying – overshare but I am I do think we've got to share a bit more mm-hmm. so like they understand the perspective I mean cake is going to grow up and be a mom I'm 100% sure of that and so she's going to have to understand like I've felt this way sometimes mm-hmm. and so yeah well and how about we all I feel like if we ever had my mom on as a guest she'd probably say I mean she's told me that I was like for sure favored my father when I was mm-hmm. like a teenager mm-hmm. and I don't remember doing it I don't remember it but she's like, oh, you did. So I'm sure that she said Mother Days. Were the- she was like, well, that was really terrible. 
Well, and I kind of hate it too. I get in, I can be very naggy about like, just do the things that you need to do. So if they're all like laying around on the couch and like your backpack's still laying in the kitchen, I'm like, no, you need to get up and take care of this. I'm like, oh, we'll do it in a minute. And then I just always feel like the nag, but like, why is it my responsibility to make sure you get all the things done? Like mm-hmm. it should be a shared responsibility. But there, there is just something maybe like innate in women where we take that responsibility or we're like we take charge of those things. I don't know. It's kind of been interesting like reading the Old Testament. I think it was the same way then. Right? Like there was these expectation that women do these things. Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever like laid it out and put it in a rule book for me to sign and say I'll do it, but I just innately do it. When our brains are I feel like are just so wired. And I've really been trying to like understand that especially like with David like I really don't have a lot of complaints but it's just like he they are able to compartmentalize so much better than we are and our I mean I like there's always that what's that image of like women's brains are like spaghetti everything is like touching each other Mm -hmm. whereas like men's are like boxes and they can pull out this box they can focus on that and so like I've just been trying to because I feel like if I ever get mad at David it's because he's not thinking the way I am but that's not the way he thinks and I can't change that and so he probably gets frustrated because I think this way and not you know so it goes both ways but I just wonder if that's just the way we're wired and we go into that mode come May where we're just like boom 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 we have all these tasks so let's check it off and you just get into the zone and everything is just well I think too I I don't always subscribe to men think this way women think this way but I do think we're drawn to people who think the who who function differently than us Mm -hmm. right and so because a lot of times it was so funny like in our premarital counseling she did all these tests on us and I test like the man and Matt tests like the woman or what she perceived to be that. And so I do think, I do think there is this piece though and Matt and I will get into it some that I will emotionally connect a lot more things and he will logically reason a lot more things. And so we just function differently that way. But I, I need that balance of him and he needs that balance mm-hmm. of me. Right. And so it can be frustrating, but it's good. Right. I can get <clears throat> frustrated that like you're not seeing all these things that we need to do but he's frustrated that I'm not aware of all, like what happens is like all these cleanliness things that we need to clean up is what I see. And he thinks of like all these um, things we need to do to maintain our home, like bigger things, like the roof or stupid things I wouldn't even think about. Like the gutters need to be cleaned out. That would have never, I never think about gutters. No. No, ever. <laughs> and so like the way that his brain works is helpful And so is mine, but there has to be that balance. I just go back to like, when I do premarital counseling, we talk about roles and like, what were your roles in your family growing up? Like who did what in Mm -hmm. your home, right? And then like, what are your expectations of roles coming into this marriage? But we never, we we talk about it, but but what always comes up is like expectations that you just have that you almost don't verbalize. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's where the mom guilt comes from. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. even aware that those things are expectations on me. I just respond to them. Like, he's not going to go plan a pizza party for the fifth grade class. That's not, it's not yeah. even going to be in his awareness that a pizza party is happening. I mean, sometimes that's not even in our awareness. Because clearly I did not plan any sort of party for the end yeah. of <laughs> There's this one comedian I've been listening to on TikTok. He's, like, all in my reel right now. His name's, like, Nathan. I'll have to post it. But he does this whole line of, like, his daughter rides the bus for the first time. 
and to school and she has to write it home and she gets upset because she can't remember what her bus number is. Hmm. So they call the dad and his whole bit is like, so you saw two names there, a mother and a father, and you chose to call the father because the father's going to know what bus number this is. <laughs> He's like, I don't even know the name of her school, let alone what bus she's going to get on. You know, it's just, but like that just like continues that conversation of like these expectations that we have in yeah. our world. But that's so true. I'm like, I've, I've said that to David sometimes too. And he like takes care of us financially. Like right. we have these things that we're responsible for, but I was like... If I was ever in a freak accident, I don't know if you know where the kid's, like, dentist is. Like, he does know the doctor, but, like, friendships, like, right. Christian could talk about someone, and he's like, who? And I'm like, that's, like, his best friend. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, you know, those kind of things that we're just, like, more attuned right. to or, like, what's happening. You're like, why are you wearing a swimsuit today? I'm like, it's water day. He go- I'm like, do not read the emails because they're sent to both of us. It's so funny how that, I don't know, that that just But it's just almost like. We almost, like, know, like, I can get frustrated with him, but I think he knows that I do better with, like, scheduling mm-hmm. and busyness and writing it down. So he's like, oh, Laura's got that email. Whereas, like, if it were ever to be like, oh, we need to up your life insurance, I'm like, just whatever. Davis like, got that email. Sign my, do you need my signature? I don't know. <laughs> it would be so interesting if we had David and Matt here and asked them their perception of May. Like, do they share the same stress? They're probably only stressed because we're stressed right. and insane, and they're like, like well, what is wrong wife, with our wife? My wife's really freaking out, so May's hard for me because she freaks out. But I, I don't know. Like, it's such a different expectation. Yeah. Part of me really hates it. I don't know how to fix it because I'm a fixer, but I just hate that that is how it is in this mm-hmm. world. Or maybe we're wrong. Maybe it's just us two that are crazy, and the rest of the world is completely fine with it. I kind of doubt it based on posts I see. But <laughs> it's like maybe. based on the conversations I've had, I don't know if that's. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, and I don't think we're speaking to all the women. Like I know that there's some dads that are like very there's work from home or yep. dads or stay at home dads or whatever. That I mean, the generations have, or the culture has shifted that their like gender roles, mm-hmm. quote unquote, have shifted and. Well, that's what dads that take their kids to school every day and the mom's not because she's got to get to work early or whatever, you know. Well, and that's what's shifted in my house in the last couple of months is like a shared, a more shared responsibility of like the kids because I'm the one working more than he is. And so, but that, it doesn't negate the mom guilt, which is, so for me, I don't know that it ever would. No, I don't know how you get over it. And I think it's something that's probably going to last for. Yeah, so is it just a generational thing, like a family of origin thing, or is it just something in our culture? Well, and I don't think it's helped. I know I always pin it back, but, like, if you're on Instagram or whatever, one, now you have all these, like, homeschooling moms, and they're like, look at all these adventures. And I, like, look at that, and I'm like, that does not look fun to me. So then I feel guilty about it. (laughs) But I But I shouldn't. Or you see, like, here's our summer plans, and you're like, that's probably, like, oh, we should have a trip because look on Instagram and all these people are planning these, you know. So that probably doesn't... Do you have a chalkboard sign for the first day and last day of school? No. I I do not either. I saw your sister's post on Facebook this morning. I was like, oh, crap. Quick, go stand in front of the bush before you get in the car. (laughs) I do take last day of school pictures, but not with the chalkboard sign. No. I don't know. There are so many expectations that just get thrown out there because of that. And I'm just like... Yeah. Come on. 
I can't keep up with all that. No. They're dressed and they're going to school. Yeah. And they're I lucky if they brush their teeth today. Lunch, maybe. <laughs> no, today maybe you didn't have to. I didn't but... make a lunch today because we're having a pizza party. And let's throw it out there. It's a half day of school, which for teachers is great, but that's another thing about May. So many half days. I don't. I guess once you get into middle school, you yeah. will. But I know that, like, one of our friends, they literally had, like, half days for the whole entire last week of school. And I'm like, high school did. Do you? I can understand almost high school because some of those kids can drive, but this is like middle elementary school, school and oh, middle yeah. school. And I'm like, 11.15? You dropped your kid off at 8 o'clock? You got to pick him up at 11.15? How do people work? Yeah. Or she was like, yeah, they have awards at 8.15 and then they just, it's expected you take your kid after that. I'm like, Again. and then you add in the guilt of like, what if you sent your kid back to school that day? Because I know some parents said that after like the Mother's Day tea, like, because they no, had they to go, go back out. to work and the poor kids are crying because they see all these kids. And I'm like... I get it. Like, you have a job, and it's 1 o'clock. <laughs> Again, though, that almost feels like a cultural expectation. Like, we set up these days or, or all these things in our world as if you can do them. And not everybody can, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think it stems a little bit from there, too, of, yeah. like, <clears throat> we've got to change some expectations. I wonder if it'll be the same way for our our children, like when they get to our age, or will we have shifted more? We might go to four days of school. Have you heard about these? Where is it that is doing a four day week of school? I don't know. I feel like there's some mountain towns in Colorado that do that so the kids can go like skiing and stuff. They're just longer days. Hmm. I also am like more open to the idea of year round school. Yeah. Yeah. Where you just have breaks in between there because then I just don't feel like you cram as much. Like, from a parent perspective, from a teacher perspective, you just cram so much into May. And it just, it's stressful for everyone. Yeah. But it's like you want to wrap things up. You want to show finality. You want to, like, close a chapter, make sure the kids feel like. There does need to be closing. And so I do think some of these, like, parties or celebrations or things that we do. Yeah, and, like, that. the concerts, you want to see their music. and. My daughter just of- wants to go to Taylor Swift. She doesn't really care about any other concert right now. She's already gone. She's not coming back to Florida. If you have $1,000, I could get you a seat at Taylor Swift. A singular. A single seat. I don't know where you're going to sleep. I don't know how you're going to get there. You'll have to sleep on the floor. You'll have to walk. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Let's wrap up with two positives from May. You got any? I'll go first. Yikes. Um, okay, two positives in May. <laughs> I okay. have something, maybe. I had, honestly, good conversations around mental health. There have been some really good, we've been at a couple churches, I've done some leadership things. I felt like the content we put out, like, good talk around mental health in May. So let's, like, not have it stop there. And then, honestly, I've had some good moments with my kids. Um, coming out of being heard about Mother's Day, uh, there was some, like, good intentional talks about being a mom, the difficulties of being a mom, and, like, needing sometimes, like, some affirmation from them. Because I think that's hard, and I don't, I don't get that mm-hmm. a lot. Well, we didn't really talk too much about Mother's Day, but that's another cultural thing of, like, yeah. it's a nice holiday when you think about it, but it also, like probably generates more frustration than anything because Mm -hmm. you put this expectation on a day to be honored quote unquote 
and then it doesn't happen, and then everyone's just angry, and then it's just kind of like, or expectations are not met in one way or the other, or yeah, well, whatever. And, I and then I feel guilty of like, what if I don't want to be with you on Mother's Day? What if I just want to like leave for a little bit and then join you for dinner? But I just feel like that's not what a mother does, where her father's like, yeah, go golfing, come back, have dinner, kind of thing. And it's like, yeah, I've been golfing for Father's Day. I saw I more know. mom trips on Instagram. But here's what I'll say about one other positive on Mother's Day. I knew walking into Mother's Day it was going to be hard. So I did lay out like what I wanted, which I usually really struggled to do. But I will be like, I want these three things. Like as a gift or as like spending time. Like I was like, here's what I want it to look like. It didn't quite happen. But I did voice my expectations because that's sometimes my problem going into Mother's Day is I have expectations in my head and I don't share them. Mm. So this time I shared them. I didn't really go over the greatest, but it. Uh, step in the right direction. A step in the right direction of stating expectations. Okay, two good things <clears throat> about May, Laura. I've given you enough time to think about it. I will say, even in the craziness, I do like doing the extra things with my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I do enjoy, like, the 10 minutes that they sit with me at Mother's Day before they go crazy with their class. And it is, because they get so excited to make you, like, give you their homemade gifts. Yeah. And it was Christian's last one, so that kind of, like, hit hard a little bit because we've had, like, four or five together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, their end of year, like, my kids are young enough that they still get excited to sing and perform or whatever. So it was fun to, like, go and watch that. I always cry. I'm such Lucy a... was the cutest in your graduation pictures. Yeah, she's... And Christian Which... loving on her in the graduation pictures was adorable. I know. I love their relationship. That's, like, a great loss. We'll see if it lasts through the summer yeah. when they're together so much. But, uh... I did. I do enjoy watching them. Like, have like I was able to sneak out and watch Christian at Water Day, and they mm-hmm. do have like they get so excited about the bonus days that might stress me out. Yeah. So, I will say, does that count as two? <laughs> Fine, you can have two. I don't know. It's just it's such a like I am an emotional person. So like today, I when I dropped off Christian, his great aunt is his teacher. Age. She's like, "How are you doing?" And I'm like, "Good." Am I not supposed to Am be? Am I not supposed to be good? And she's like, I just want to check in on you. It's a hard day. So then she's like getting emotional. So I start crying and I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, he's done in kindergarten. It's like, it's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Kindergarten's like your last, like, if I feel like at least at St. Luke's me and I've heard other places, like it just gets more intense after it this. It does. It does. And then like Lucy, I mean, she graduated preschool, but she's going to transitional kindergarten, but like she'll be in school eight to three next year, five days a week. Yep. Growing up. So it's just like, it was a good month, but it was also like, it's emotional. Just wait till they grow facial hair and you buy them a car and they sink their Bluetooth and call all their... I'll be like tomorrow at the rate this. I mean, at the rate I was thinking about this and we were like talking about it. We literally just, re- I feel like we just recorded like August back to school anxiety, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. That was like two days ago that we recorded that. And you know, here we are at the end of the school year. <laughs> our back to school episode, we were drinking wine and cheersing in your in your new house. Seriously, yeah. Now we're coffee and water and trying to survive the day. <laughs> and not <laughs> sleeping. Big, we have big chunks of coffee and big chunks of water. Like, maybe we will make it to the end of May. <laughs> we only have five more days. <laughs> but we hope you found, I. there really wasn't like a point to this episode except to try and make it. relatable and authentic and just share like hardships or emotions and around the topic of May. May is hard and you've almost survived it with us. And I don't know if it'll get easier, but probably not. Maybe next year we can (laughs) prepare ourselves a little more. Yeah. (laughs) Stock up on more alcohol. I don't know. And check your mom guilt because 
I, it, the only one putting those expectations on you is you. Nobody else. So find a place to share it. We'll be here to listen and share our journey of authentic mom guilt. Until we talk to you next time, have a good day.